kindness. We see it all around us. We see it when someone pays for someone else's coffee or holds the door open for another person. We see it in the smallest of gestures, like a smile or a kind word. But it's different when we turn on the news or social media. Oftentimes, what we hear about, what outlets are pushing, is the opposite of kind. Welcome to the Kindness Matters Podcast. Our goal is to give you a place to relax, to revel in stories of people who have received or given kindness, a place to inspire and motivate each and every one of us to practice kindness every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Kindness Matters Podcast. I am your host, Mike Rathbun, um, and my guest today... <sighs> You've got so many hyphens in your name, and it's Billy. I was going to ask before we got on the before we got on the recording. I apologize. <laughs> That's okay. Your last name is Asmus. 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 Yes. <laughs> okay. There's an editing. I'll have to edit out that. You're fine. Okay. And you are mom of two. Is that right? Correct. Two kids. Avid DIYer. Oh yeah. And now an entrepreneur. Yep. There's like four hyphens right there. I know. There's too many things that I like to do. (laughs) (laughs) But okay. So back in 2020, you started a, a, is it furniture refinishing business? Yes, I had a small business refinishing and refurbishing furniture. And so I'd get a lot of people that would come to me that would get hand-me-down furniture from their parents or grandparents, and they wanted it to fit their decor style. So I started painting pretty much every single day. Yeah, yeah. And that's, I I honestly, I love doing that. I've never tried it myself. So I guess I shouldn't say I love doing it. I love the thought of doing it, Yeah, but I'm not... I, my wife is, has taken, like we found these two end tables or, yeah, little side tables, and they came as a set. And they were okay, mm-hmm. but we really wanted something with a, they were just this really dark wood, and it was, they didn't really fit our decor, and so she just repainted them, and they look amazing. Nice. And I'm like, that's awesome. She also redid all of our kitchen cabinets. That was a, oh no, that That's was, I was going to say that was a COVID project, but yeah, the um, chalk paint. Oh yeah. But now she wants to redo them again. Yep. So I, and I don't know how to get the chalk paint off. That's. That's a her problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, tell her to. Whatever color they are. Right. Tell her to reach out to me and I can help her. Oh, fantastic. Um, so, but. In the course of this, and we'll be talking about kindness a little bit later on, but this is this is fascinating to me because a lot of us are like, well, the way this works sucks, and that's where it stops, right? Right. But you're like, the way that this works sucks, and I'm going to do something about it. Tell me right. what happened there. It was all about paint. Yeah, so... With the flipping furniture and everything pretty much every day, I was going through so much uh, plastic and with the plastic paint tray liners. And I just got really sick of it. And I thought, wow, I just need to buy a reusable paint tray. And I had just assumed something like that was already out there. 
So, right, you know, I went to Amazon and I wasn't finding anything and there was nothing on Google either. And so I just kind of, uh, I remember pausing and thinking, okay, here's there, here's an opportunity. Um, is this something that other people are dealing with too? Because I'm assuming they are. And how much do I want to pursue this? Because in my mind, if an opportunity like that is kind of placed into your lap, that's your sign to take it. And so nice. I just had to know what was going to happen. So, you know, two years later, I'm still working on it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, and I've done my share of painting and, you know, invariably you're interrupted or you have to stop and you're like, I'm going to come back to it, but it might be an hour and I don't want the right. paint to dry in the pan. And maybe you stick it in a plastic bag or maybe you, you know, throw some cling wrap over the top of it or what mm -hmm. have you. And can I just say, I have messed with those plastic liners, and they are worthless. Yes. <laughs> I, I actually picked one up one time. I wasn't, I don't know what I was thinking. I picked it up, and it just, like, collapsed, and paint went everywhere. It was, oh, no. it was bad. It was bad. But, you know. So you said there's got to be a better way. And then you thought about silicone. Yes. Which is amazing. I have cookware in silicone. I've got, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, essentially that's exactly what I thought of because I had remember doing a painting project in a bathroom and I was kind of painting by the shower where there's the silicone cock that goes along it. And obviously the paint wouldn't adhere to that. And so that's kind of what I just immediately thought of. I was like, okay, well, that's a material that I know paint is not going to adhere to. So why can't I use it to put my paint on when I'm painting? And then when I'm done, I can just rinse it out or let it dry and peel it out. And uh, so I did a number of different prototypes just to see, one, is this going to work? And two, you know, I just wanted to do my own prototyping before I spent the time and the money oh, into sure. doing a legitimate one. So that's kind of where I was at with it. And then essentially, I just kind of came up with the name, the repaint tray, because it's reusable and recyclable and, you know, all these different types of things. Makes perfect sense. And yeah. I, would, I just got done watching your YouTube video. So cool. And some of the, the shots, and we will have um, Billy's website in the show notes. And I, I highly encourage you guys to go look. And if you use paint at all, seriously considering about pre-ordering these things. But, okay, for that photo shoot with you with the, your hair up and the messy bun and the yeah. paintbrush behind her, did you just like dab paint all over your face for that? Yes. Or um, was that after a day of hard work? No, that was, uh, that was on purpose. I, the photographer was a friend of mine and, you know, we tried to do just some like normal headshots or whatever. And she's like, all right, we need to have fun with this. Like you need to let loose and you know, whatever. And I actually had my hair down and she's like, I don't ever see you have your hair down when you're actually painting, like throw it up in a bun and all this stuff. And we like threw paint on my face and got it all over my hands. And it was just way more fun. And it, they turned out great. Because yeah, you were at this point you were you were probably trying to secure funding, right? Yes. And yep. you wanted to come off as a serious business person. But right. yeah, that was a lot more fun. Oh yeah, yeah. And I do have some more professional headshots, but it's good to have fun and you know, just live life. <laughs> right? Right? So now you and I have talked on the phone before and you mentioned the frustrations of of getting everything together when you start a new business on this scale 
-hmm. because you would like to be in all the Home Depots and Lowe's and, and I don't know, do you guys have Menards down there? Oh yeah, we got Menards. Okay, Menards. Save big money at Menards. Yep. <laughs> um, you would like to be there at some point, I would imagine. Oh yeah, that'd that, be that kind of takes a lot, doesn't it? Oh yeah, I mean, there's a lot that goes into that process, and uh, you know, it's a constant mental game, I think, for sure, when you're just talking to all these big retailers and uh, big manufacturers. But you're tough. Oh yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, my kids are pretty anybody. tough on me, so I think if I can take anything from my kids, I can handle anything in life. <laughs> yeah, once you stare down a two-year-old who's reaching for a cookie, you pretty much can handle anything, right? Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, here you are. You're, you're, um, you're a mom of two. You've got, and, and the kids are a year, two years apart, I think. Uh, about two and a half years apart. My daughter Riley just turned four, and my son Hayden is about eighteen months old. Now, will Riley be going to preschool this year? Yes. Yep. She'll be doing four-year-old preschool. She's pretty oh, excited. Boy, and how's mom doing? Oh, I'm fine. This is her second <laughs> year. This is her second year in school, and she has oh, the okay. same teachers and all the same classmates. So oh, it'll be good. Cool. She loves it. It's good. Um. So. When you're, when you're, and you were, we were talking about the manufacturing, I, and I had no idea. I mean, how did you manufacture the first one, the one that you were using at home? Um, that was after I had found my current business partners and they have connections with the manufacturing that I've been working with. So we did a first prototype and kind of just got the look and feel of it to see what I like, dislike, gave them some feedback. And then right now they just finished, uh, the tooling for the manufacturing and they're going to send the pre-production sample sometime by the end of this week. And once that is approved and everything looks good, then we will start the full production of being able to actually like ship orders over to the U.S. and ship them out to customers and everything like that. Nice, nice. So do, probably by Christmas time, perfect for that home DIYer. Oh, yeah, definitely before <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Knockwood, right? Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, nerve wracking, exciting. That's so cool. And congratulations yeah. on that. I think we can say congratulations, can't we? Is it too soon? Yeah. Are we going to jinx it? Uh, I hope not. I mean, I definitely still need the funding to keep, you know, pushing me forward and everything. A lot of the manufacturing process and placing a uh, placing an order is really, really expensive. So, you know, that's the nerve wracking part is figuring out the funding for sure. But I know oh, it'll yeah. happen. Yep, for sure. Now, when we were talking before and we were talking, because this show is about kindness, so we got to kind of talk <laughs> about it. Um, and you were talking about your kids and yeah. how you and your husband are trying to to raise kind kids. And I think mm -hmm. that's so important because if kindness is going to, I don't, was it ever the norm? I think it was the norm. Maybe when we were kids growing up, well, yeah, me, not you. <laughs> um, but, you know, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, please, thank you. And that's just common courtesy. And, and a lot of people will say that that has gone by the wayside these days. Mm -hmm. um, 
you jump into any of the comments on Facebook and you invariably see that thing about, well, people smack their kids a little bit more. Maybe we wouldn't have these problems, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So if we're going to, if we're going to get back to that, I think it's really important for, for parents to raise their kids with an idea of what kindness is. Yes. How do you guys go about that? Um, I think one of the big things for me and my husband, at least, is um, the relationship that we have with our children. Mind you, they're very little right now. So, you know, they're obviously very dependent on us right now. Yeah. Um, but establishing, you know, this level of trust between us, I think, is definitely going to be helpful in showing kindness to one another um, versus the authoritarian, you know, type yeah. parenting. Because I um, said so. Right, exactly. And, you know, I think there's just things like, for example, with my daughter, if something's upsetting her or she's having a meltdown or something like that, you know, it's really hard for us to, you know, not necessarily just be like, okay, get over it, like you're fine, whatever, but rather, okay, you know, get down on her level, pull her in, let her cry it out because she's not going to be able to connect in an instant where she's just bawling her eyes out or frustrated about something. Right. And then after we connect, I say, you know, okay, what's going on? What are you feeling? And everything like that. And just kind of walking through those things because at a young age, I don't think they really understand the highs and lows of their emotions quite yet. They just know that they're feeling one thing and they got to let it out. Yeah. So, you know, establishing kind of that level of relationship, I think, between my daughter and my son and us as parents has really helped. And then also just when she sees us, me and my husband, being kind to other people and showing how we portray ourselves just out in the general public or to one another in the home, I think that's going to translate a lot more than just telling her, like, say please and thank you. So, yeah. you know, there's just there's ways that you can definitely... Um, incorporate that kindness in everyday life in your home with uh, with just showing kindness and love towards one another. Oh, for sure. And I think when she sees you, because she'll take what, what you do with her mm -hmm. and that, that pulling her in, letting her, you know, cry it out and then talking to her in a reasonable voice and, and saying, you know, tell me what's wrong. Tell me what you're really upset about. Mm -hmm. and, and I think She'll take that into her interactions with the other kids at school, I think. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. And no. I've been able to see that on the playground and stuff, too, which has been really great. You know, just watching her, you know, take control of those types of situations and noticing the kid that's left out. Um, that's kind of like one of those proud parent moments where you're like, okay, I feel like I'm doing something right. <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, yay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah because and it's it's so important and i i think and like also like you said um the whole because kids will mirror what we do right and mm -hmm. this goes along with what you were talking about with you and your husband and if they see us showing kindness out in the world they're bound to take that with them and go that's a good thing to do. Yeah. And I wanted I want that good feeling because it does. It, it there's all kinds of scientific studies about when you give kindness you're flooded with endorphins and all this yeah. good stuff and and I I say good stuff. I say it dismissively like I don't understand what science is, but I do. Um so 
Yeah, for sure. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, specifically, I can think of an example where, um, you know, my husband loves the Little Debbie zebra cakes. <laughs> Who doesn't? Right. And so I was out grocery shopping with my daughter and I saw them on the shelf and I was like, ooh, we should get some of these for dad. And she's like, why? And I was like, well, because I know that dad loves these and it makes him happy. And she's like, okay. You know, and so like it's just small things like that that I think is just a very basic example of showing kindness and love towards one another by like thinking about that other person and putting their, you know, their their happiness. uh, Right. Their happiness before yours kind of a thing. So. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I I love just little Debbie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm I, you know what? So now I've I've gone off like the processed foods kind of thing. I, mm-hmm. God, I sound like one of those people. But <laughs> like my my snack in the evening, I used to eat like a bowl of ice cream. And we're not talking a bowl of ice. We're talking a bowl of ice cream. At, <laughs> you know, after dinner, before bed, or whatever. And I'm like, yep. I don't understand why I'm so heavy. <laughs> but then I I started making chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. And my wife was like, these are amazing. Not like, these are amazing, we're going to sell them in the stores kind of way. But these right. were amazing, you know. And so I just, I'll bake, my recipe makes like four dozen. I'll freeze them. And I'll take a couple out for, I know it's better for, for me, <laughs> than a bowl of ice cream. <laughs> yeah, but still, yeah. Anyway, why? How did I get on this? I don't know. We were talking um, about little debbies. <laughs> oh, here we go again. No, I'm <laughs> I'm fine. And that that's so awesome because I I love the fact that we can pass on kindness. And I I don't know. I wish I had a study. That showed, you know, how many people pass it on to their kids. Um, how about TV? What do you guys watch? Which hopefully that's not being too. And, and there's a reason I ask. Mm-hmm. Do you guys? So I was just talking to a person for another show, and she had been in the TV business, and she said, you know, people say they want. Um kind, uplifting stories, news, movies, television Mm -hmm. shows to watch. But then we don't. We watch the, you know, the shoot 'em up explosions, all that kind of stuff. So do do you kind of work with the kids on that one? Or do you, at four, they're probably not watching, you know, Terminator, but. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, I mean, actually, well, my daughter had um, YouTube Kids on her iPad, oh. which we don't like use the iPad too much, but um, we noticed that when she was using YouTube Kids, she would just kind of go down these big rabbit holes and get into some like weird videos, and we're like, this is a little crazy. And there were some videos of kids that were like very demanding of toys and things that would just like the opposite of showing kindness, and right. it was in the video seemed very disrespectful to like friends or the parents. And yeah. I was like, no, I'm not okay with this. And so I ended up deleting YouTube kids off the iPad and, uh, and my daughter Riley, like I remember her trying to look for it and she's like, where did it go? And I was like, Oh, they stopped making it. Like, 
<laughs> because at and, that age, you can still say that. Right. Yeah. It's so completely like, uh, possible. YouTube is no longer. Sorry. No. Oh, RIP um, YouTube. Yes. And so now it's just, it's basically just like PBS kids. That's yeah. basically all we watch. And, uh, you know, and she loves it because there's a lot of really good examples of just, you know, down to earth, feel good type shows. Um, otherwise, it's a lot of blippy. We watch a lot of blippy in our household. But otherwise, blippy? like we're, yeah, blippy. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I am so out of touch. I mean, because when my, when my son was growing up, it was uh, Blue's Clues. Yeah, with Steve, not his yep, stupid yep. cousin. Yeah, <laughs> and um, oh, who was the dog that saw Wishbone? Oh yeah, and that was like a history yep. kind of thing, and uh, Veggie Tales. Oh yeah, there. if you like to, yep. yeah, never mind. I'm not going to go down there. I will. And, and, you know, those were the kinds of things that, right. that he watched and enjoyed. And then, you know, later on it was, yeah, it didn't carry through. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he watches really horrible stuff, but. Yeah. No, I mean, we actually turn on a lot of old shows that me and my husband grew up with, like you mentioned. So uh, my daughter loves watching Out of the Box and. um What's another? Zabumafu. I don't know. If okay, I've heard of that Zabumafu. one. Yes. Yeah, so there's a lot of like just older shows and stuff that are just way more family friendly. And she's just obsessed with those. And I was thinking after after she and I had that conversation, I was like, but there were really popular, wholesome shows. Um, Seventh Heaven, mm -hmm. I think. And uh, Highway to Heaven with M Michael Landon. Uh, Touched by an Angel. I don't remember a lot of these. <laughs> oh, maybe they weren't as popular as I thought they were. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just it's really important, I think, to to pass on that when you can to your mm -hmm. kids, and and it'll stick with them, and they'll they'll take care of that themselves, and they'll pass it on to your grandchildren. Yeah. Not that you want to think about that yet. But. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. So that's awesome. Teach your kids kindness. It'll pass out. Now back to this paint tree. Yeah. <laughs> so when uh, you're, you're already getting pre-orders, right? Correct. Yep. It's all pre-orders right now. Okay. So how many have you got so far? Do you think, do you know? Um, it's close to 200 pre-orders. Yep. There'll be more after this show. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> Me too. I'll take a cut. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. No. <laughs> um, it's, it's so cool because I admire you for for what you, not only your business sense, but also for, for the, way, the way you're raising your kids. There, you and your husband. You guys Thank are doing you. an awesome job, and I really appreciate that. And I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show today. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Repaint. The repaint tray, is that what it's called? Yep, it's the called right the name? repaint. Yep, it's called the repaint tray. And then you can check it out at repaintstudios.com. That'll be in the that'll be in the show notes. Perfect. Thanks so much for coming on today, Billy. I really, really appreciate it. And keep keep going. Thank you. We'll talk soon. 
I had such a great time talking with Billy and uh, just talking about, you know, what we were talking about is absolutely true. If you want to change the world, if you want to make the world a kinder place, you need to start with the kids and teaching them empathy and, you know, about other people's feelings and all about kindness. And the best way to teach kids about kindness is by doing it in front of them and because kids will mirror what they see right also i enjoyed hearing about her new product it's uh it's so cool that a, that a young person can come up with a, a fantastic idea and go out and have it patented and created and sold and i'm so excited for her uh for her paint pan product <laughs> Uh, to hit the market and I'll have links for her website and her uh, her pre-order site uh, in the show notes and that will do it for another episode of the Kindness Matters podcast I appreciate your time we will be back next week with uh, another episode but in the meantime be that person who roots for others who tells a stranger that they look amazing and encourages others to believe in themselves and their dreams. You have been listening to the Kindness Matters Podcast. I am your host, Mike Rathbun. Have a fantastic week.